is Friday, February the 11th, and you're listening to the Grains Matter Tatter podcast presented by Northcore Grains. I'm your host, Dolores Foster, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Mr. Jeffrey Guy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody. Dolores, just three days to Valentine's Day. Ooh, do you have, uh, you got everything planned for the, the big day? Oh, of course, of course. I'm yeah. sure your many suitors will be looking after you, Dolores. So. Yes, the vast suitors, that's right. <laughs> Did you hear that, Dwight? <laughs> so, Jeffrey, volatility is the name of the game again this week. It's just amazing. What a week we've had uh, up and down. You know, Thursday was the... The most volatile day I can remember on the markets with such a large swing in every market. Yeah. It wasn't just like there's a new record production in corn or soybeans and the market was down. It was like everything was positive and then everything was negative. That's right. It's one thing for it to be neutral maybe part of the day and then go up or go down. But the big swings from up to down was... I I remember sitting here Thursday afternoon being like, all right, now I have to, okay, what what caused it? Why did it go down? <laughs> I need to go look at it. And turns out it was a whole lot of nothing except for maybe managed money taking some risk off the table. Well, the uh, so inflation rate in the U.S. got recorded as 7.5%, and I think more than the U.S. some places in Europe too. I know it's high in Canada. So with the higher inflation, that leads to their Federal Reserve Bank Increasing interest rates sooner than later, the same thing will happen here in Canada and probably higher than what was originally thought. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, so the reaction in our markets where inflation went up, oh, interest rates are going to go up, managed money, which right now is, again, near an all-time high in both the corn and soybean markets, uh, decide they better pull some uh, risk off the table. They pulled back. So they were sellers and then prices went down. That's crazy that that so, one like that one part of our market, they can make such a big difference. Something's totally outside of agri- agriculture. That's right. And it affected and I think so, it didn't even have anything to do with the weather this time. Yeah. <laughs> because earlier on Thursday, CONAB, which is the Brazilian equivalent to USDA, they released uh, new projections cutting back their soybean production down to 125.5 million tons this year. So if we think back, original projections forecast for the Brazilian crop was up to upwards of 144 million tons. It's been getting cut back basically every month in different reports from CONAB and the USDA. So the USDA on Tuesday cut it back to 134 million tons. The market was really looking for maybe them to go down to 130 million. But then here on Thursday, CONAB cuts it back to 125 and a half million. That should have been so supportive of the market. So, but the market was going up on Thursday. And then say this outside thing happened, it pulled back. Like, I'm like you, Dolores, on Thursday here, I was wondering what was going on. And all the reports I'm reading Thursday night and then this morning, Friday morning, I was like, geez, it was this outside force. So, Part of the big volatility, but so the markets have been going up. Conad, everybody's cutting back projections for South America because of the weather. Mm. You already mentioned weather. I did. And the weather forecasts this week have changed a couple times. So the weather in South America 
The Brazilian soybean harvest is going on. I read today it's at, uh, looking at my notes here right now, about 17% harvested. Uh, last year they were only around 4% harvested at this time, but they were way behind last year due to wet weather. Um, they have to get that the soybeans harvested so they can get their second corn crop planted. Um, Argentina's hot and dry. One day they say the rain's coming, one day they say they're hot and dry, but they're cutting back for production levels in both Brazil and Argentina that supportive soybeans. So does that mean basically that China's going to have to maybe look elsewhere to export or to import, I sorry? Yeah, so soybeans maybe to the US. So look at uh, US exports right now for year to date on corn and soybeans they're down 20 21% from last year. However, seven straight days the USDA has announced an export sale to China and it's mostly new crop soybeans, so that's this coming year soybeans. Yeah. You know to be yet to be planted or harvested. Uh, so China is right now is looking to the US for for more soybeans. The crop in Brazil isn't going to be near as big as originally projected so China has to look somewhere for soybeans. Uh, I listened to a good report today about uh, China's imports of corn and how it's always up in the air how much they're going to import it. Soybeans it seems yeah they're going to import around 100 million tons give or take blah blah. Corn you never know how much they're going to import, like what that hog herd's going to need, how much they're growing themselves, how much wheat they're using for feed. Remember, it was like a couple months ago they were importing lots of feed wheat from France. Yeah, well, that was the that was the name of the game last year, right? The wheat around the world seemed to not be in great quality, and here in eastern Ontario, we had the best wheat crop ever. <laughs> so there's always, well, that's wheat news is always different. So, but anyhow, China. China's a big player. We haven't talked a lot about them lately, but they're, of course, they're a major player. They're going to be importing. They're supporting the market. So the markets are bullish right now. Let's, corn and soybeans are bullish. The market price has been going up. So um, despite the sell-off on Thursday afternoon, prices have come back here Friday, eh? Prices came back up on Friday. So we haven't hit the highs today on Friday that we hit yesterday before the, the sell-off, but... You know, we look over the markets for the wheat, corn's up uh, $10, $12, new crop, old crop, soybeans up $15 to $20, spring wheat uh, $15 to $20, and winter wheat about $10. So it's nice to say everything is up for the week. That is so positive to just say everything's up. Uh, remember, wheat was on that negative trend. Yep, but for it a did, long time. For a long time. It did bounce back this week here a little bit. Uh, you know, they're talking about an expanded uh, drought in the southern and southwestern plains in the U.S. And there's still this uh, potential conflict somewhere in Europe. Uh, Europe or Russia? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Russia and the Ukraine. Russia and the Ukraine. You know, like <laughs> Russia is the largest wheat exporter in the world. Uh, Ukraine, three, third or fourth largest, something like that. So is there more like there are some more reports today that oh they're getting closer to that conflict but until it happens we definitely can't count on that but that is you know that that potential risk is hanging over the market for sure so it like there's lots of things out there to watch there's the weather in south america there's demand from china 
or what happens in Russia and Ukraine, what's happening in the, the oil market around the world. You know, we get a little bit of a potential shortage of oil driving up the price. But that's, you know, we could talk uh, an hour on that one. Managed money. Managed money is probably as big as China in this because managed money can swing our markets so fast with what they do. Limit up, limit down easily one in several days in a row. So how do people take advantage of some of these limit up days or that real volatile day on Thursday? What, what happened here in our office on Thursday? Well, so we have a sheet with all of our target orders on it, and I think Carla maybe printed out a new copy of it like 50 times that day. Oh, it was a lot. <laughs> so there was a lot of target orders got hit on Thursday. Uh, you know, new crop soybeans, I think they peaked at 658 or 659 yeah, that's a ton. Right. Uh, we had a lot of targets in there. We had some of our, our new favorite targets. Yes, we call them wish orders. <laughs> so we have customers when soybeans just, you know, just a little while ago, early, early January, soybeans were at $600. Yeah. They put target orders in $50 over the market, truly not really thinking they had stood much chance to get hit in the near term. And here they got hit this week. You know, there was some, a bunch of them at $650 and $655. Yeah. So you know what, those guys left a little bit of money on the table because the price did go up to 659 but you know what, if they didn't have those targets in, the price changed so fast that- And it they, hits in the overnight, that's the thing that well, picks Well, most you. targets do, and, the, and the, that on Wild Thursday, you know, when the price went up, it fell off so fast. Yeah. We actually, I don't think we had anybody hit a 659. I think it was 657 was the highest anybody hit. So those wish targets, it's it's amazing. It changes how you look at the market. You're not worried about that little two or three dollar swing. You're looking at if something drastic happens. Yeah. We have had drastic things happen in the soybean market. It's been the drought. It's been demand. Uh, the corn market. You know, people have wish targets in there at three hundred dollars, three hundred twenty, three hundred twenty-five dollars. There's corn for new hit, crop. For new crop, corn hit this week up to two ninety-one. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of targets in at $300 because doesn't it sound nice? I sold corn at $300. All I know is the majority of people I talked to this week, especially after after yesterday's uh, swings, they were either so glad they had targets in or they were kicking themselves for not having targets in. So even if it's something small, like it's, yeah, it's always good. What do we always say? It's always good to take a cookie when the plate passes. Hey, the one customer that phoned in yesterday sold 10 tons of soy, new crop soybeans at $655. And just said, I want to sell 10 tons more because I want to be able to say I've, I've sold soybeans for over $650. <laughs> I said, that's great. You know, this person has had lots of smaller incremental sell, sales, but it's, uh, you know, they're watching the market. Their next target to put in was, you know, seven hundred dollars. Yeah. So give us a call anytime to talk about some wish targets. Uh, we love how they work in the market. We love how you look at them. If you don't have anything sold, I. It's like we talked with Paul Sullivan last week. Uh, yeah. We think it's a great time to get something sold in the market. To get some of your costs covered. These prices are just. They're too, too good to pass by. To get to not take some cookie off the table. Yeah, They're absolutely. Off the plate, so. I think that's about all I have. Dolores, do you have any other, anything else you want to talk about? Nope, that's it for me this week. 
Thank you very much for tuning in, and we look forward to talking to you guys next week. Don't forget Valentine's Day, gentlemen, or the ladies too. You know, maybe the ladies could just treat their men this year for Valentine's Day. That'd be a lot easier for me. So I think it goes both ways, Jeffrey, doesn't it? <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> All right. Bye for now. Have a great week.